introduction to the elements of anatomy and physiology this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org recording by larry wilson the elements of anatomy and physiology by william rushenberger introduction natural history which may be defined the intelligent contemplation of the works of god is in a manner the most certain and the most noble subject that can occupy the mind of man in it alone human genius is in full possession of certainty philosophy politics history and morality itself are subject to the intellectual revolutions of wavering humanity but the facts of the creation are as invariable as god and the analysis obtained from a plant or an insect marks its demonstration with the seal of eternal truth the double effect of the study of natural history is to impart certainty to the mind and religion to the heart the creation is as a visible ladder by which man ascends towards the invisible creator natural history the science which is the mother of all sciences embraces the whole world physical knowledge mathematical knowledge are all comprehended in its domain and as we have just said the teachings of morality here mingle of themselves without any effort with thoughts of religion it has been said that natural history should be the only reading book of the people i would add it should be the first book of childhood of all the means which we may successfully employ for awakening the intellect of young people there is none the results of which are more certain or more durable than curiosity the desire to know is as natural as reason it is vivid and active at every period of life but it is never more so than in youth when the mind destitute of knowledge seizes upon all that presents itself with avidity and willingly gives the attention and study necessary to know and very naturally contracts the habit of reflection and of being occupied it is not the labors of the learned that are to be brought to the attention of infancy but a study of nature to comprehend which requires scarcely anything but eyes and which consists in examining carefully the objects of nature in order to admire their beauties without diving into their hidden causes children are capable of this study for they have eyes and they have curiosity they desire to know and they are inquiring a garden a field a palace all is an open book for them and they should be taught to read in it it is inconceivable says roland how much children might learn if we could profit by the opportunities which they themselves afford us to seize upon these opportunities should be a desideratum with instructors and parents in this then behold what nature was without man but if man appear if to recur to the brilliant thought of bacon man is added to nature then creation has a voice a value a sense of the innumerable crowds of animals and of plants that share between them the domain of the earth and of the marvellous events that renew the face of things man has become the master and the historian all have an equal right to his admiration all are equally subjects of his study from the almost imperceptible mould to the colossal productions of the vegetable kingdom from the microscopic animalcule to the elephant and the whale from the atom of sand to the summit of atlas he interrogates 
he comprehends, he explains them all. Imagination is no longer at the expense of inventing brilliant pictures. Truth alone strikes his mind and elevates his soul, and in place of the confused reveries inspired by chaos appears a science of wisdom, of reason, and of order, which, in a word, is natural history. The individual who enters a field, or strolls upon the bank of a stream, or roams through the forest, if he comprehend the elements of natural history, may read a pleasant story and acquire information at every step from the great book of nature, which everywhere lies open wide before him. But if ignorant of natural history, this magnificent and varied work is to him no more than is a printed volume to one who never learned a letter. Natural history not only affords us the means of endless amusement, but teaches us to discover the riches of the earth and to gather from them the means of ameliorating and improving the condition of man. End of Introduction